Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Peter Carlson, the president of Pet Evolution. And unlike your standard pet supply stores, Pet Evolution takes a health-driven approach to keep dogs healthy and their owners happy. And we're going to talk to Peter about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Peter Carlson, the president of Pet Evolution. And unlike your standard pet supply stores, Pet Evolution takes a health-driven approach to keep dogs healthy and their owners happy. Hi, Peter. How are you? Welcome to the show. Marty, I am doing great. How are you, my friend? 
I am doing fantastic, Peter. It's great to have you on the show today. We would like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Peter? I'm actually in Little Canada, Minnesota, kind of an oxymoron, uh, northeast <laughs> community of St. Paul, and uh, across the street from a little lake over here, but just 15 minutes from downtown St. Paul and 20 from downtown Minneapolis. I think that sounds beautiful. And it sounds like that, that's where the, the organization, did, is that where you got your start, Peter? Yes. So Pet Evolution originally evolved here in Minnesota with our flagship mm-hmm. store in Woodbury, which it's been there for uh, nine years. And then wow. we opened up a store in Arden Hills a couple years ago, which is a nice little bedroom community to Roseville mm-hmm. uh, over kind of on the St. Paul side. Maybe maybe you could tell the story of, of how the whole concept of pet evolution got started, Peter. You know, we've been hosting the show now 14 years, and we've always found that there's always like this great story on, on how the company got its start. Maybe you can go back to the beginning. Absolutely. So Ryan Thiel and Mike Osborne are the co-founders of Pet Evolution. Mm-hmm. And about nine, ten years ago, I mean, they, they always grew up with just a pure passion for animals and dogs right. and uh, dogs specifically, because about 95% of our business is dogs. We love cats, mm-hmm. but it's just kind mm-hmm. of evolved into that. But Ryan and Mike had issues with their dogs at the time uh, in terms of just allergies, uh, itching, um, yeah. just you know, chronic stomach issues. And so they started Pet Evolution with really the mindset of bringing more of a wellness balance to dogs and cats. It's an amazing story, Peter. I, I grew up with dogs my whole life, and uh, then I met my wife, and you know we 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 got married, and she had severe allergies to to dogs, you know. So yeah, this is the first time in my life, you know, for the last several decades, I haven't had a dog, you know. So and I've always felt bad for my son because he loves animals, you know. And it so it is it's it's such a fascinating story. I I it was you know going through the YouTube videos and the website and things like that, and and, and I see you have a number of different products or different goods and different services. Maybe you could talk about some of those goods and services because I, I think they're really interesting and and, and unique. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, it's really interesting. We had our first regional development training last week in Minneapolis. Oh, wow. And Ryan put on a show um, from Twin Cities Live, which is from the ABC affiliate. And it was an expose on his rescue, Heather. And if anybody saw the before picture of when Ryan actually got Heather and then the after picture in terms of what Heather looks like today and her coat and just her whole affect and how Ryan really transformed wow. her into the beautiful dog she is today. It's, it's, it's really quite amazing. And that really leads into 45% of our business is our nutritional dog food, Marty. And uh-huh. all of our dog food is free of corn, wheat, soy, byproducts, artificial sweeteners, and colors. And we actually break it down into four descriptive sectors and, and what a lot of people don't understand, Marty, is, you know, dogs are like pack animals. They're like wolves, right? And if yeah, you think about true. wolves, what is the best thing and what do wolves actually do is they, you know, they kill their prey and right. they eat raw food. And, and raw right. food is the actually the best thing you can possibly feed your dog. I, I didn't even know that, Peter. You know, and it, I was, you know, as, as I was looking at the website, I was remembering the old days, Peter. My my mom. I mean, you know, I mean, this whole industry has just changed so much, you know, over the last, you know, twenty, thirty, forty years. I mean, it, it, oh it, it's incredible. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> when I had a dog, it was nothing like this, you know. And I'm sure it's, it's it's the same for you. But you know, I remember the days of even 
washing our dog, we, 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 we pretty much had labs most of our lives, you know, and I remember, you know, right. washing her in the tub and the mess that, you know, that with all the hair, my, my mom used to flip out. And, and you have this great service where the, the dogs can come in and, and, and I guess they can, they can wash right in this, this like tub, couldn't they? Marty, they can. And, you know, it's interesting. You talked about how this, this business has really evolved. Yeah. You know, think of it in the paradigm shift of our own human race and how right. all of a sudden about 20, 25 years ago, you know, you almost go back to the 70s, and you really see how wellness had such an impact. Well, it's no different for dogs. I remember back in the day, and no shots on these brands, but I used yeah. to feed uh, our dog uh, Gaines Burgers and, yeah, and likewise, Chuck right. Wagon. <laughs> You, you remember the old Chuck Wagon? Yeah, yeah, of the guy, you know, with, with the animated uh, thing going across the kitchen. Yep. I mean, I don't even want to know what was in that stuff. It was right. so nasty. True. And, you know, That's what's true. interesting is I actually, you know, became familiar with Ryan and Mike's business from being a customer and having wow. struggles with my own dog, Leo, right. and then transforming, seeing him transform before my eyes with you know, a kibble that it was, was a healthy food and got them off yeah. the allergy meds. But back to your question on the dog wash station, our dog wash station is state-of-the-art. Nobody in the mm-hmm. country has it, – it's essentially kind of a dog spa in the sense that you yes. walk in this 700-square-foot glass room with right. these beautiful five, you know, tubs, and they're COVID-separated yep. too, Marty, and we didn't even plan that. Oh, wow. but they each have high-pressure water picks, industrial dryers. Our attendants help the dogs and help our customers get the dogs you know, into the tubs. We make sure that they feel right. comfortable. But I can give my dog, Leo, who's a standard poodle, yeah. about 70 pounds, a full bath, get him dry, hypoallergenic shampoo, and, and have him in and out in 20 minutes. That's fantastic. And it saves the mess, Peter, doesn't it? You know, of, oh. you know, the dog hair and, 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 and things like that. And, and you mentioned all the different even, you know, it never even occurred to me the different types of shampoos we could have for our pet, right? I don't know what I used or we used in the old days, probably whatever shampoo was it was in the tub, you know, and that was it. But it, right. it, it is, it, it's just so, it's so fascinating how, you know, the, the, the pet has, and I guess that's maybe where the name comes from, is a pet evolution. It's just evolved you know, over the course yeah. of time is, is just truly fascinating to me. You, you touched upon um, on, on COVID, Peter. You know, it seemed like the theme last year, you know, I, I couldn't do an interview without, you know, someone, you know, mentioning COVID. Did, did COVID have some type of, I'm sure it had some type of impact on, on the organization. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. You know, Marty, it's a great question. And for, for many of your listeners, I mean, first of all, my heart goes out to many of you people yeah. that lost family members. Yeah. And, and suffered tragic loss, you know, yeah. personally, professionally. But, you know, for Pet Evolution, Marty, it showed the resound of our brand. And, in fact, mm-hmm. if we compare our 2019 numbers to 2020, we actually ticked up a hair. And in Minnesota, That's amazing. we were closed for a week, excuse me, a month and three, three weeks, wow. where we were shut down in terms of all of our grooming services, our dog wash. And so because we're an essential business, we created uh, our customers being able to come through. We created a little mini drive-through. We did delivery. And Ryan and Mike launched our mobile nail trimming service because 
Certainly you can go oh, wow. for a while without getting your dogs groomed, but right. you've got to get those nails trimmed. And so that was the precipice of, of really launching that service. That's terrific. It sounds like technology has, has helped a bit, Peter, hasn't it? You know, um, you know, in, oh, in, in getting gosh. sometimes through those tough times, you know, I, I noticed that a lot of band, uh, brands were able to, you know, pivot because, you know, of the wonderful technology that's available. What, what, what fascinates me about your industry is this was something that I didn't even know. You know, I didn't even read in the intro. I guess it was 67% of American households own a pet. I mean, that's, that's the majority, isn't it? I mean, it's just, and oh, it just seems it's like it's getting bigger. It's incredible. Yeah, and it and, is. And, and, and growth. Yeah, in fact, to that point, 65% of 18 to 34-year-olds over the next five years are going to purchase uh, a pet. Wow. And Morgan Stanley came out with an article in April, and I always love to see you know a monster investment bank firm that's an independent source. Right. And, and think of this, Marty. The, the industry today is a $100 billion industry. It's incredible. Morgan Stanley basically has projected that by 2030, it's going to nearly triple to $275 billion. That's amazing, isn't it, when you look at those numbers? Yeah. Oh, it's just crazy. And, and a lot of that has to do, frankly, with COVID. And when we yeah. you know, got back into family and you know, sat around and played board games, well, yep. guess what happened is America fell in love with one of the most beautiful treasures that we've had in the right. form of, of a dog. And, and whether it was a rescue or a purebred or anything in between, um, it just it, it exploded the beauty of those animals that God created. I was telling a story uh, several weeks ago, uh, Peter, you know, how um, I had Excuse a friend me, Marty, who... Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Just my that's dog that. in the background. <laughs> that's what, you know, it, it adds to the podcast, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's fantastic. I, um, I had a friend who got married a, a couple of years ago, and, um, of course, her dog is, is very important to her family. But her, her, her two dogs are actually in the wedding photos, you know, and I see that more today is that when people are taking family photos, the, the, the dogs are in there, aren't they? And, and that's something, again, I we really didn't see, you know, 30, 40 years ago, you know, if you take a picture of your immediate family and, and, and that's what went up on the wall. But today it, it's, it's just so much different. Um, and it, it just, it, it's really exciting, isn't it? Well, it is. And in fact, to some of the metrics that we talked about earlier, 69% of, of all pet owners feel that their pet is part of the family yep. and they strongly right. feel that. And yeah. we actually just granted a franchise to a wonderful gal who was in corporate America, managed, you know, hundreds of, of different people across the country. And, and her primary family is her two dogs. And those dogs wow. to her are like her children. And she's got such a passion coming in. It's, it's just really neat to see. It is. At what point, Peter, did the did the founders realize that they said, okay, you know, we we have something here, you know, and I think this concept can be duplicated, not just in, in Minnesota, but, you know, in California and Pennsylvania and really all over the United States and world. At, at what point did, did they decide that they were ready to franchise? You know, it's interesting, Marty, because they they had been approached three other times. I wow. went through my experience with Leo, and I was a customer of Pet Evolution. Yeah. And when I saw Leo's transformation from allergies, having horrific stomach issues, I mean, nasty blood diarrhea every other month, and, and seeing him completely change before my eyes because of my franchise development background, I, I approached 
Mike and Ryan, and we just sat down and talked. And really, it, it really was, you know, created from just my own experience. And they had definitely right. been thinking about franchising. I think they liked the fact that, you know, I was a customer and they loved that right. story. But right. also, I'd been in franchising a long time, and I've been very blessed with, you know, being involved in a number of brands. So. I just had to take this to market, and I and I was so glad that they were receptive and saw what I saw as well. And and you know that it's it's not easy, Peter. You know that you know to franchise a concept is is, is not easy. You know as as you mentioned, Mike and Ryan, they said they were approached and say, wow, this would be a great franchise. But a lot of businesses say, okay, well, how do you even get started with something like that? And then then they meet someone like yourself who has a background in franchising, but you're also passionate about the concept. You know, and 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 it it, it sounds like it just made for a great team of of you, Mike and Ryan, coming together, didn't it? It really did, and, and, and I've been blessed by having different people that I've owned different franchises with, and one of the ones that my team grew was we grew the largest region in the country for Massage Envy, and during wow. that run, um, interestingly enough, three different franchisees within that brand have gone forward and invested in, in uh, Pet Evolution, That's and amazing. in fact, my partner, Fred Machaki, who was our second franchisee in, yeah. in Illinois. He's on the Pet Evolution team and is one of our, our members on the board and owners of the franchisor. And Fred has had a tremendous operating career in many different brands. So we've just been really, really blessed by the team that we put together along with Ryan and Mike's dad, Jay Osborne. Uh, we're poised for growth, Marty. What maybe we could talk a little bit about franchising, Peter? What types of characteristics do you look for then in 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 your let's say prospective franchisees? It sounds like passion, of course, would be one of them, right? You know, is his passion oh, for this type of industry. But is there anything else that you look for? Of course, and and certainly, you know, because we're a regional development model, and we granted seven regions in our first ninety days. We're looking not only for franchisees, single and multi-unit, but we're also looking for market partners and regional developers. So for, right. first of all, for that regional developer, that's somebody who, you know, has typically a business background. They've led teams. They love people. They can play a little Dr. Phil, and they can right. envision building something to scale because they have to put up a pilot location. For the individual franchise owners, of course, we're looking for team players. We're looking for people that, you know, want to follow a proven system. And Pet Evolution, even though we're an emerging franchise, it's based on a nine-year history. So right. certainly having a love of pets is something we definitely look for. We don't want franchisees out there carrying our mission out there that just don't like pets. Right. But obviously, there's also a business acumen that, it helps to have that and to be able to understand, you know, just the metrics and different things. But we can teach all that. And I always sure. tell people, and I have for years, that a franchise is only as good as two things, the training and support you get initially right. throughout the life of the business and how well that it validates. So we're looking yeah. for people that, that, you know, if they love pets, that's a big plus. Being team players, you know, can follow a system and are looking to, you know, even put up maybe multi-units. How, how would or how does the, the, the training work, Peter, then? I mean, once someone does decide to come on board as, as a new franchisee, do they come out to corporate for that? How does that work? 
They do, Marty. In fact, we have them out to corporate, and we're going to teach them every aspect of the business. That's going to be in classroom, and it's also going to be in the stores, in the store Mm. level. But training doesn't stop there. After that first week of training, well, we're going to get prepared for their opening. And so we'll send actually our co-founder, Ryan, and we'll send our head of operations, Camilla, out into the field, and they will train and work with our franchisee in that new store in the week leading up to the soft opening and get them started, you know, up through that opening. What, what, what is a typical day like, Peter, for a, a franchisee? It sounds like your franchisees are also, of course, you know, very much involved in, in, in the community. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. You know, we, we really preach, and Ryan and Mike have done an amazing job of just getting involved in their communities that they're mm-hmm. in, in Woodbury and in Arden Hills, and yeah. everything from the dog shelters, uh, you know, they've, they've forged incredible relationships with them. Yeah. We've, we've, we've also done incredible things with Make-A-Wish. Uh, Ryan shares a story mm-hmm. of a, a sweet young girl uh, in the Woodbury community who she recently passed, which is very, very sad, but she had this wish of, of really being with a St. Bernard, and Ryan made that happen. And so wow. when we go into a community, we are going to dig in. We are going to get involved not only from, you know, just the pet adoption organizations, but just right. what is fundamentally important to those communities, and, and we embrace that. That's wonderful. You, you, you've been involved in franchising for for quite some time now, Peter. And when I have someone on on, on the show like yourself, I, I always have to ask because you know we've been doing the show such a long time now. And, and the biggest question we get for for a lot of our listeners is, you know, where do I begin? Because it seems like you know when I first got involved in franchising back in like 1999, they always said like there was something like 1,200, 1,500 concepts. And now today they're saying something like there's like 4,000 different systems to choose from. So I think it makes <laughs> yeah. it it's difficult for some they say where do i even begin you know what advice you know from everything you've learned up to this point what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise what a great question marty i I was fortunate in that i started fundamentally as a franchise consultant and i've Mm -hmm. worked with thousands of people to not only identify and profile them but take their skill set as well as their passions and try to introduce opportunities I would encourage people to work with a franchise consultant because mm-hmm. the wonderful yeah. thing with that, as you know, is that prospective buyer doesn't pay anything for their service. Right. They're, right. they're compensated through the parent franchise company. And so yeah. you get the value out of some incredible people that have been down the franchise road. They've been down the independent business ownership road. And, and there are such skilled people that yeah. do what they do. In fact, I'm going to a conference for an organization called Franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, sure. tomorrow I fl- I'm flying in, and it's our first in-person franchise conference uh, coming out of COVID, but they're one of the best in the industry, and oh, yeah. I really would suggest people you know, seek out a franchise consultant and, and see what the value can be because you're right, Marty. It's daunting how in yeah. the world you choose yeah. amongst over 4,000 brands. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of scary, really. 
It is scary, Peter. Yeah, it, it, I've, I've had a number of stories on, on the show to, to kind of, you know, piggyback on what you, you said, Peter, where, you know, someone did use a franchise consultant. A, a lot of times it was franchise, by the way, you know, and they directed them to a franchise that in a million years they never even pictured being part of, you know, like whether it would be like a right. window cleaning franchise or a yogurt <laughs> franchise, you know, they said no way when they were right. first presented and, and they ended up being so happy, you know, and, and, and I, you I, I appreciate that, that you said that, you know, because we, we've had a lot of success stories over 14 years of, of what you just said, you know, and, and it kind of validates, um, you know, what you just said as well. So I, I, I think it's, it's so important. So, so as the president of the company, you know, I, I can ask you, Peter, I mean, where do you see the organization, uh, Pet Evolution, in maybe three years, five years down the road? That's a great question, Marty. I mean, I, it's, again, what's, what's interesting is, is we've, we've been involved in different brands. And I have to be honest, not since Massage Envy, where, you know, Massage Envy came in and, and and took a very fragmented industry mm-hmm. and completely branded it. Yeah. Um, the popularity and, and the growth was was incredible. When when I take a look at Pet Evolution and this explosion of ownership and the love and the growth in this industry, yeah. our model is poised to really grow. We we see three to five years down the road, we definitely see two to three hundred stores. We've had explosive growth from the start. We're licensed now in all 50 states. We did that in a very short time for an emerging model, but it's because of our background and all that. But in addition to that, you know, we're a regional development model, so people can come in and either buy the rights to a given region based on their background, or we will grant single and multi-units before we sell the region as well if we find the right people. So as I stated, seven regions we've sold in our first 60 to 90 days, and we've also granted in another additional six licenses in our backyard in Minnesota. That's terrific. What's the best way, Peter, for our listeners to get more information on Pet Evolution? Any websites or numbers you want to kind Yeah, of absolutely. They can go right out to our uh, website, which is PetEvolutionFranchising.com. Okay. Pet Evolution Franchising dot com. Okay. They can fill out just a little, you know, bit of information and you know, we would love to get back in touch with them and see if there's a fit. That's fantastic. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you this morning, Peter, and I'd like to invite you back, you know, over the next year or so as you continue to grow because I think Pet Evolution has a wonderful franchise opportunity. Marty, thank you so much. I, this is my first exposure to your show, and man, I love what you're doing out there. And thank you. Just what you're giving back for you know, the American people, and, and certainly at a time when they need to take a look at franchising as an alternative to you know, kind of some of the things they've been doing. God bless you. For uh, that. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you as well, Peter. It's great to have you on the show. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com. 
where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. Where's podcast you get to hear? A great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews now almost years, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today, you're going to get to hear from Carol Mercurio, and she talks about a subject that we talk frequently on the show, which is following the franchise system. She gives a lot of great other advice in addition to aspiring entrepreneurs, but I just thought her um, advice was fantastic. So here we go with Carol Mercurio, franchise consultant. It is because success means different things to different people. Right. You know, there are people that could be very happy making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, and there's others that would just never tolerate that. So you have to pick the right opportunity. It's going to meet not just your personal goals, but your income potential as well. You have to like what you're doing, and most of the time that'll turn into making more money. So. Oh, definitely. And you know, the truth is that franchising really isn't for everyone. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, Michael Gerber, you know, one of your guests who is um, one of my heroes, so to speak. Right. I love his book. I recommend his book all the time. Yeah. And as he says, you know, there's a difference between an entrepreneur and what he calls a technician. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, and, and we'll, we'll go into that if you want to move forward in the uh, Sure, slide. absolutely. We'll go to the next slide. And uh, that's slide four, Carol says. That's all great, but... 
do you have what it takes? And, and, and that's really what this presentation will help people do. When I do this presentation live, it takes about two hours. And, you know, there are people at the end of the presentation will run to the front door and can't get out fast enough. <laughs> They're scared to death. Or you have those folks that just linger on because they really want to learn more and educate themselves to see if this is the right fit for them. But there's a lot to figure out, you know, before you actually can pull the trigger and make that decision. And as you mentioned just previously, the due diligence is imperative. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to do a good job of figuring that out. You know, is it the right connection personally, and are you connecting with a company that you feel is a, a comfortable marriage between the two of you? Absolutely. Right. And so that's what we're going to do is help determine if this is, in fact, the right path to explore. And then we can move on to motivation. Okay. And, you know, if, you know, for me, I think motivation is really, really a major component of this whole process. If you're not motivated to do this, don't do it. If somebody tells you you should do it for a variety of different reasons, but it's not your own passion, right. you probably won't do well at it. And, you know, the, there's two different types of motivation. There's positive motivation and there's negative motivation. So you have to think of it, is it an inspiration? Are you inspired to do this or are you desperate to do this? That's there's a big difference here. Absolutely. Are you, you know, running from something or you're running towards something? Right, right. And you you know, for me, quickly, I work Carol. with a lot of folks that have been downsized and right. they're in transition in life, and I certainly can relate to it. But they may go to looking at a business because they can't find a job. Or maybe lesser positions are offered to them, less money, less title, or maybe their severance is about to end and they need to make some decision quickly. Bad choice. Right. It's not a good reason to buy a business. It's, that's it's like a last reason. resort type of decision. So you can quickly determine part of your services is finding out that motivation level pretty early on. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I won't move forward in our consultation until that candidate can tell me what their reason is. Right. And it's not just because, you know, I want control over my destiny. Who doesn't? <laughs> you know, everybody does. That's true. They want to make more money. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Right, absolutely. You know, it has to go layers deeper than that, or as I look at it, you know, having a burning desire. Or I'll add to that a little pain. You know, if you can't relate to the pain, then there's no reward at the end. Absolutely. And going into business for yourself can be painful. You know, with franchising, of course, it's a little bit easier because you have all the support. But it's still you're starting a business from scratch. That's and you have to really want it. Right. Sorry. Right, right. We always talk about that. Uh, um, that there's no guarantee of success, but if you follow the system, work hard, mm -hmm. look at the stats we just went over. I mean, the failure rate's so low, and then with getting the right um, Match. Uh, you know, consultation from someone like yourself, and right. you, know, uh, you should be okay. Well, and it's true, and you know, uh, the, the systems that are in place with franchising are the major reasons why people gravitate to franchising, but if you're not the personality to follow a system, and you're more of that entrepreneur, as Michael Gerber would say. Right. It, the best way to describe it is you can't paint the golden arches green. Right, right. You know, it just won't work. Absolutely. Either you follow the system and you'll be successful or not. But most importantly, there has to be a motivation. And everyone's motivation is different. You know, uh, the way I help people see things is if you look down the road, say, the next three, five years from today, how do you see your life being different, if at all? Right. You know, what do you want to accomplish? And in some, for some people, it might be doing things that they've just missed doing, like having the freedom to play golf or, you know, having the money to buy a, a, a boat 
and taking their family on it and being with their family and having that quality time that they just don't have in their current world. That's interesting. So you consider that positive motivation because that's the whole big picture of success in business, working hard, and then having all that personal stuff on the side. Oh, yeah. What's the end result look like? You know, what is it that you want to accomplish by being in business for yourself? I mean, what is your burning desire? Where Where is the pain now? I mean, if you look at your current situation today, you know, I'll have people that I'm working with that are making, you know, well over six-figure incomes, and they... Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.